Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have been discussing Chapter 5, Sannyasi Yoga, Yoga of Renunciation. So far, we have learned that as a living being, act I must. I do not really have an option of inactivity, because activity is the signature of life. So act I must. But I also learned that actions are creating liabilities for me. Actions are binding Good actions will have a good results and bad actions will have bad results. Right now, I really don't have a clear gauge of what I consider a good action, what I consider a bad action. From my perspective, it may be good, but it may turn out to be not so good. So we are bound by our actions and their results. So how to get out of this cycle of acting and then the world reacting and I react to the world's reactions, Bhagavan said that Karma Yoga is the answer. Act without any expectations. That's the way I can release myself from this anxiety. Normally my anxiety is because of the expectations. If I have very little expectation, then the anxiety will be less. If I have no expectation, then I have no anxiety whatsoever. When I play with my granddaughter, in that I have no expectation whether I will win or lose, and therefore there is no anxiety. But for her, there is lots of anxiety. I need to win. So when I am engaged in an activity which has no expectation, then the anxiety will be minimal or none. But then I also come to the conclusion that whatever I am doing, is because the way Bhagawan made me, or the way the situations are, or the karma phala which I'm getting from the world outside, which is controlled by someone other than me, that must be Bhagawan. Why I am the way I am? Because Bhagawan must have created me like that. Why I encountered the situation which I encounter? Because that's what Bhagawan created the situation for me. And then my actions and results are controlled by that higher being who is beyond the world of perception that I have. But one changed that paradigm for us. In last few verses saying, the Prabhu is not involved in any of your actions. I also do not take any of your Papa or Punya. Your Papa and Punya are not affecting me, me the Lord. Lord is not tainted by my actions. If we are all existing in the Lord's being, then all our actions should be affecting the Lord. If I am in a room, and in that room, if I do something, that will affect the environment of the room. If there are more people there and they are acting in that room, their actions will affect the environment of the room. If everybody is smoking in the room, the environment of the room will get affected by that activity of smoking. So we see that correlation. If I act, it will affect everything. But once in, it really does not affect me. If I am in a room, and the room gets contaminated by the activities in the room, what is getting contaminated is actually the conditioning of the room. I may have a dirty floor, 
I mean, a smelly air. But these are all conditioning. But the nature of the space remains uncontaminated. It does not get contaminated by any of these activities. So the space remains untainted. Conditioning are getting tainted by the activities. In the same way, Bhagavan said that your actions are affecting your conditioning only, not your own self. The self in you, which is lordship over you, which makes you who you are, is not affected by your actions. It is also not involved in connecting action and the results. Even when I am performing Karma Yoga, it does not mean that the results will not come. Results will come, but they will be as per Svabhave Vastu Pravartate, as per the nature of the world and my actions. But I will not be tainted by it. And Bhagavan said, that's Karma Yoga. If you do not get involved in the results, then your activity is not binding. So in verse 10, Bhagavan said, Brahmani Adaya Karmani Sangam Tyaktva Karoti Yaha Lipyate Nasapapena Padma Patram Iva Ambasa There is only one way that you can get out of this cycle of acting and then reacting and reacting to the reactions, which continues. I act, the world reacts. I react to the world's reactions, world react again, and the cycle continues. Bhagavan said the only way you can get out of his Brahmani Adhaya Karmani, one who offers all his actions to the underlying reality which makes me capable of acting. If there is no consciousness in me, there is no activity in me. All the activities I have right now are taken credit for either belongs to the body or the mind or the intellect. None of them I give credit to the consciousness that I'm only doing this because I'm conscious. I'm alive. And Bhagavan said that consciousness in you is the Lord, is the Prabhu. He's residing in this nine-gated city but not taking part in any activity. Kathopani uh, says 11-gated city. So there are nine gates which we can see Seven on my face, two on my lower body, but Kathopna add two more. One is the navel through which I was connected in my mother's womb and the Brahmaradra top of your head, which is the exit point for the consciousness to leave the city. So that will become 11 gated city as per Kathopani said. The one who is ruling this city, one point of time it will leave this city. But it's a that entity, my consciousness, is not limited to this city. This city is just one of its dwellings. But it is Vibhum, Vishwavyapi, is pervading in this entire cosmos. The limit of cosmos is the limit of your mental projection. One who is assigning all these activities to that self which enables you to act. Sangam Tyaktva, without any attachment, Karoti Yaha, act in this manner, that he is not attached to the actions and the results, but he is a third-party observer what my actions were and what the results are now. He is not completely detached as a stone, 
of no emotions but even the emotions of joy and sorrow he sees as the third party body is enjoying body is suffering mind is enjoying mind is suffering intellect is enjoying intellect is suffering but i the self is not involved in it so bhagwan says brahmani adaya karmani sangam tyaktva karoti yah lipyate nasa papena padma patram ivam basahi does not get tainted by sins sins are actually my liabilities my actions which were not appropriate and now giving me wrong results are creating wrong impressions on my mind but if i am not involved in it and if i don't take credit for them then obviously i will not be tainted by them so bhagwan say this is the key that you should act in this manner in the last few verses we have seen they actually gave us the method of how to reach that state where i can offer all my actions to brahman my own consciousness which is the lord of my being as this individual being but he is also all pervading he is not limited to me right now my identification limits me that this is me within this perimeter of this body and outside is the world anything beyond my skin is the world within my skin is me and bhagwan said that identification will grow so when i mentally identify with my family the family becomes part of me when i mentally identify with the group i belong to then i become part of that that becomes my identity this identity if i can expand to a point that everything is included in it then i become brahmani adhaya i've taken refuge in the brahma so bhagwan said tat buddhaya tat atmanistha tat parayana that tat which we have heard in this great mahavakya that which is all pervading including my own self right now i'm not concerned about that because i'm so concerned about this limited being that i am that i've been focused on it therefore i think that i am the doer everything i do i see clearly that i am the doer i brush my teeth i get up in the morning i go to work i see that limited being is the doer i've gone said now you consciously try to think that you are not the doer even though your mind tells you that you are the doer you counteract it by thinking you are not the doer you tell your mind that you are only functioning because you are conscious unconscious mind cannot function unconscious body cannot function you consciously think that you are not the doer in every activity that you perform so that's an exercise is mitigating factor we add into our activity we perform activity as we do because we are living beings we have to act the same token we plant an idea in our mind saying i am not the doer bhagwan said tat buddhaya this intellect which is constantly dissecting who is the doer what's happening what the result would be what is right what is wrong that intellect is right now telling me i am the doer it is supporting the ego which says i am the doer that intellect should now stop supporting the ego which says i the limited being the actor is acting but now that intellect should place itself 
in that tat which is all pervading that vibhu when i try to connect my intellect purposely and consciously then bhagwan said my intellect becomes one with that tat tat atmanishtha more and more i think about my connection with that all pervading self that is all pervading self is almighty and all pervading there is no existence for me which is separate from him and therefore myself also i should identify with that self and tat parayana that becomes my go bhagwan said when you act that way then gachanti apunaravrutim then you will never have this confusion about this limited being is me once i start having my intellect established in that then i'll start seeing the world in a very different light even though i will see the plurality outside i will see there is singularity functioning through this plurality science tells that we all look different from each other but we are all made up of the same material that material the science cannot find they keep saying the space is empty then they say oh no space was filled with ether there no no space is empty then another now there is space is filled with higgs bosons or higgs field vedanta says this space is filled with consciousness and bhagwan said once you identify with that you will see everything different but at the same time same eha eva tair jitah sargah esam samme sthitam manah right here and now once you establish your intellect in that all pervading self our senses are so limited that we can only see the perception of what thing is which is called phenomenon thing as it appears but numanan is the thing as it is when i place my intellect into the reality i see thing as it is our senses are not capable so we have to have all kinds of equipment to support our perception to get toward the things as they are we thought the world is solid once we start exploring through other equipment which are more powerful than my senses we figured out the world is not solid atom which considered is solid is actually nothing but hollow space if you take all the space out of atoms in a reduced empire state building into just a solid mass which is the nucleus in atom it will be the size of a grain of salt but as heavy as it is right now when i realize that through my intellect identified with that brahman right here and now tair jitah sargah i can conquer this identification with this limited being and therefore they won't be coming back to the same confusion again esam samye sthitam manah for those whose mind is established in equanimity i'm seeing the singularity in this plurality i see the differences but i also see the sameness in all nirdosahi samam brahma tasmad brahmani te sthitah because when i realize the nature of the brahman that this plurality which i see is nothing but an appearance it is not real the world of matter which seems so solid is nothing but an appearance it's a relative reality my sense is my body 
in the world of matter when they react they look solid to each other but seeing it from the perspective of quantum physics there is no solid material whatsoever nirdosham it does not have any stain on it this brahman this all pervading self the all pervading consciousness has no plurality in it no stain in it untainted samam brahma because it's homogeneous it's not heterogeneous and therefore tasmat brahmani tasthitaha so they get established in the brahman therefore they can conquer this coming and going right here in this life swami tejamanda says that this is the only chance we have in this world mrutyalok only we can achieve this because in patal lok which is the lok below us you know there the entities which do not have as awareness i have they are not even aware of bondage or liberation in a swarga lok the entities which are much higher than us they are so engaged in that that happiness that they are not even looking for liberation and they will never get liberated but we can get liberated because we see the both sides of the coin happiness and unhappiness tasmat brahmani tasthitaha so the basic requirement is have an attached mind and have a clear vision of as things they are and not as they appear to me na prahushyet priyam prapya once i have this vision that things are basically the same their appearances are different then things which i considered i like and i dislike in essence they both are exactly the same so when i receive what i like then i won't get overjoyed neither i will be too depressed if things are not going exactly the way i planned sthira buddhihi asammudaha brahmavid brahmani sthita sthira buddhi now he sees the reality through all the world of changes and plurality that gives me stability that i may enjoy it but not get overjoyed i may suffer through some consequences of unpleasant experiences but i will not be depressed by it or some mood because i'm not confused anymore that this is permanent that i can always have joy and no sorrows i want permanent happiness world has no capacity to give me permanent happiness one who sees the brahmavid brahmani teshtitaha they are established in brahman the verses are establishing the background for us to march into the next chapter which is dhyana yoga yoga of meditation meditating upon who i am so the preparation is bahya sparse su asaktatma one who is unattached one whose mind is not tainted by the perceptions of the world outside bahya sparsa when my senses go out and contact the world outside it creates sensation with great impressions on my mind if my mind is not affected by it it gets the impression but does not get affected by it does not judge this experience as pleasant or unpleasant vindati atmani yat sukham he sees that stability the equanimity that peace which is pervading through the self 
where there is no activity taking place. Sa Brahma Yoga Yuktatma Sukham Akshayam Asnate. Such a person who is fully established in Brahman, in other words, one who has fully understood the reality of things and being, reality of the self, that the consciousness itself is ever present, all pervading never getting affected by any actions, any papa, any punya. That which is getting affected is the body, mind and intellect. Those appearances are just appearances. There is no real reality there. We continue to use this word maya in our discussion. Maya is that which is not there but appears to be there. It's another modern physics and new theory called holographic theory. They are saying that the world we see the three-dimensional world as real is nothing but a hologram. Obviously, it's still a theory. The actual reality is two-dimensional. All the information in the two-dimensional reality projecting the three-dimensional world. Our philosophers, in our sages have said, is maya. That which appears so real right now is nothing but an appearance. My mind gets affected by the appearance and does not grasp the reality. But if I place my intellect in that all-pervading, ever-existent self, then I should be able to see the reality as it is. Sukham Aksham Aksnate, and then he achieves that everlasting joy, everlasting bliss, which I had been seeking all along. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo